Early morning, everybody so got here. Early morning, yeah. I got my coffee. I'm ready. You a little chilly or what? What's going on? I'm here freezing. You're freezing. You I'm freezing. Oh, the guy who's not on site all the time. <laughs> not huh? anymore, man. All right, so where are we at? We are at uh, Skylux. We're at the new Skylux. What are you calling this? You calling this the break room, right? So I've got Mark to the right of me. I got Ben to the right of me, and I got Jordan to the right of me, and I got the man himself, <laughs> Manny from Hardcore Reno's, to the right. I'm of losing me. friends. I'm losing friends. I don't know if I'm a man, but we're at Skylux Roofing, and we're uh, it's early morning, and we're gonna be talking about roofing today, right? Mark, why don't you give us a little bit of a lowdown? on um, how you got into the business and how you started Skylux and give us a little bit of a lowdown on that stuff. I started roofing at a, a residential roofing company in the Etobicoke area. Started as a laborer like anybody else. Worked my way up to foreman. Within a couple of years, I started estimating, project managing, and eventually I felt it was uh, time for me to go on my own. So why roofing? Why did, I mean, like me personally thinking, I'm thinking Random. like roofing is one of the hardest trades out there, man, outside of like uh, when concrete. I, when I got into roofing, it, it just happened randomly. It was a random guy I met at the gym. Gave it a shot. I needed a job. I gave it a shot. I saw within the first couple of months that there was a lot of opportunity in the business. Lack of manpower all all around in the whole industry. Well, it's not the like. It's not the most liked trade out there. Right? Yeah, for sure. Just I mean, for the work, like the work level. There's so much work out there, and not enough guys to do it. And there's a lot of crappy work being done. So I figured, you know, I'm gonna learn this trade, and I'm gonna get good at it. And uh, two years ago, I opened Skylux Roofing, and now here it's I am. It's only been two years, huh? Two years. It's only been the best two years. years. Congrats, man. It's, uh, it's an unbelievable You've job. seen it grow, yeah. eh, Ben? It's outstanding what he's doing, so. There's a lot of respect. I mean, like, when I met these guys, I was like, they told me their plan, and then I started working with them and hiring them, and then I see them on site, and it's a, it's a different kind of mindset. Yeah, man. they do great work. I yeah. mean, we've been to the site a few times, and, you know, Mark's a great guy. He's got a great team around him. Yeah. Um, they follow all the rules. They do everything safe. You can't ask for a better roofer. And then, so, Ben, you, you're from Suprema, yes. right? So are we talking Suprema, Suprema? I know that every time I'm at different media, it's always like Suprema, Suprema. It depends Suprema. who you ask. I think it's Suprema. Suprema. But we say Suprema. I I, I always heard people say Suprema. Suprema. Yeah. I say Suprema. Is it is it more of like a Canadian, Quebec, French, Could US? Be. Could be. I say Suprema, but I think it's pronounced Suprema. In, in the US, it's a hardcore Reno's. You know? So I have no idea why it's hardcore Reno's. But I, when I was down in Vegas recently, Vegas. it was just, hey, you're Manny from hardcore Reno's. And I was like, okay, Suprema, right, Suprema, right? Reno. So you do, you do what at Suprema? I'm a technical sales rep. So so I basically take care of all the building enclosure. Okay. So everything from the walls down, foundation, insulation. Roofing is handled by another division now. Um, I used to deal with Mark in the past, but we've remained in contact and yeah. still friends. Yeah, because I'm big and you, you're big as well, Mark. And it's like customer service, man, relations and, and with your it's suppliers, all, it's right? It's all critical yeah. with relationships, yeah. 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 You want to partner with the right people for sure. You know, people that pay on time, people that do good work. Everyone's looking for those type of individuals. Everybody pays on time. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that that's another podcast jordan so jordan you started with mark at the same time or i started roofing when i was young just kind of as a summer job i came to the same company that mark was working at about i think it's like four years ago now maybe it was so you and didn't meet mark at the gym no i didn't no i didn't um and yeah i uh I came from a, a shingling background and I, I knew nothing about flat roofing. So when I came to the company that we worked for, uh, Mark's taught me everything I know about flat roofing, which has been great. I remember when we were working together at the other company, he said to me one day, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about opening up my own shop. And I was like, man, if you open up your own company, I'm coming with you All like right. 100%. And uh, it's been great ever since, you know. I'm still learning every day, trying to improve myself, improve my production and get faster and, you know, have less mistakes. And it's been great. Well, I guess with roofing, I guess the big, the, 
I'm, I'm thinking the biggest problem is that your work is so far away that clients and other tradespeople or whatever won't even notice if you guys make any mistakes. So they don't care, right? But you don't look at it that Completely way, Mark. transparent with all the work I do. Post everything to Instagram, maybe sometimes too much. Is there and, such a uh, thing as too much, though? These days, that's a question that's been asked to me a lot of times, and I kind of agree with it. Mm -hmm. I think there is a little bit of too much because I'm, I'm a little surprised that guys, not like you guys, two years ago, you had the initiative to take the roofing industry, see that there was a hole in it, make it better. But guys today are basically just taking what you're doing and just copying it. Right. And they're not making it better. So I have a big problem with guys who are not contributing to it. And or educating. Educating. Yeah. Right. So it's like, OK, fine. So you see Mark and Jordan, they're working on their site and their videos are really cool and they're doing a mm -hmm. great job and stuff like that. We can do it. But then they realize there's a little more, a lot more skill behind that shit. Oh, absolutely. Right. So it's just like you got to be really careful in safety and all this other stuff. I mean, I want to get into what's the worst thing about roofing? Safety. 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 Is there just a lack of safety? Just guys, it's just difficult to be safe on a roof. Uh, I know there's a lot of rules, I don't, especially I don't when it's residential. It's difficult to tie off on some mansion, you know, right. which is like a hundred feet by like twenty feet. But we've heard that yeah, argument from hard. all the inspectors it's, that come by and go, "Listen, it's, it's your responsibility." It's the same thing for carpenters. I feel for framers, right? Like they got to get like, up there as well. Trade, do it's people are in a hurry. That's the problem. Is right? that what it is? I think so. I think when they price the job, they price it to get the job, but. When they get on site and they realize what they have to deal with and they're not prepared or to, to make that investment on safety. So guys are pushing, pushing, pushing to get off that job. I mean, Mark, I don't see you doing that, but we see mm -hmm. that out there, that speed over profit, all these things, they contribute to people. So most of the guys are, are estimating jobs and they're not even going I don't even to think the job site? Yeah, I don't even think some of them, they're doing it from Google Earth most of the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, for sure. But you're always pass. You guys always pass by and take a look or take a look at the drawings, right? Every like job I've ever been told to go to, yeah, we always check it out. Well, you have to. You have to go there and you have to see the parking. Mm -hmm. How are you going to load the material? You got to figure out everything stuff. Yeah. That's what it factors in. Then yeah. normally you'll get your quote in, and then you're probably one of the higher quotes, right? Oh, for sure. I but mean, that's my argument with the clients, where they're always like looking at it, going, "Well, who are you comparing me to? The guy who's just showing up with a, a little, you know, pickup truck and a ladder." The client called me the other day. He goes. Uh, What's protection board? <laughs> and I go, are you serious? Think about it. <laughs> it's I go, he goes, yeah, name. I'm looking at your quote. You're a lot more expensive, but you got protection board. Yeah. Who are you comparing me to? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because somebody else doesn't have any protection board. Yeah, they're torching right to the wood. Yeah, Whoa. yeah that we, we see that. Actually, it's not as common as it was maybe even five, ten years ago, but you still see guys out there trying to Torching right oh, to the yeah. wood? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, don't they know that wood is combustible? Yeah, well, <laughs> there, some guy, I've heard the excuse that guys think the primer is a separation layer. It's Primer's flammable, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Primer's it's flammable. combustible again. You I've heard a guy say mean? that, too. It's yeah. literally on the pail. <laughs> I know. There's that big fire logo, right? Like That's not like uh, smoke up a blunt. That's not that one. Yeah, that, no, like, no, no. You definitely want to stay away from guys like that. Wow. Eh? So that, that's common. That's still going on, right? I mean, if you look at the new guys coming up guys like Skylux and you know some other young companies I think they they get it for the most part you know they're they're more prepared and they're more willing to be upfront and transparent like Mark said um, and when they go to site they'll educate the homeowner because homeowners you know I, we just had uh, my father just had his roof redone and you know he he had multiple quotes and you know you're looking at the difference right and people are making that decision based on money yeah but what is that? But like this is said, construction. They make the decision yeah. on, on money. It's yeah. always on it's money. It's always on money, but it's never like, you know, how much is this really going to cost me after? It's the initial upfront cost. And then maybe for an extra 
$500. Like, no, no, that's just way too much money. Well, we had those two recent windstorms, and you guys, I'm sure, got a lot of calls. And I saw it in my neighborhood, too, where all of a sudden the neighbors had little patches of shingles mm -hmm. gone because the wind just lifted it up. So when you're doing slope turfing, like, you can go fast, and then you can go fast and be good. So it's like a, it's, it's all in your nail pattern. You have to have a proper nail pattern for the right temperature for the shingles to seal. And um, I feel like it's the glue on the back of the shingle as well. Is that what like, it is? Yeah, the adhesive that they use. Some shingles are better than others. Yeah, I don't want to talk shit about bad shingles. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. the thing is, like... Uh, Some are more expensive than others. But there's a reason why they're more expensive. Yeah, exactly. they're, not, they're just not more expensive because they're more expensive. They're, they've actually designed them better so yeah. they can last longer, right? So yeah. I know I asked you guys, what's the worst thing? What's the best thing about roofing? Feeling at the end of a day. Yeah. When you look That's up at it, the roof. That's it, for sure. And yeah. The pride. You, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's, it's like winter, feeling, summer, man. fall, spring. Well, look at the back. His you just I know awesome. this room's amazing. You, you see got all these, all these pictures. I feel like I feel like it's the best feeling. Like you have a long day. It's a really you know shit day. Yeah. You worked your ass off. You're sweaty. You know, but at the end of the day, you get in the truck and you look up and you're like, wow, you know, for sure. What I a always, day. Uh, I don't know. It's the best feeling for me personally. Driving home, be like, wow, that was amazing. You yeah. know, we did a great job. Yeah. Everyone's right. happy, the crew's happy, everything's all And good. I think for me too, like having a good team, like I played sports growing up and you have that camaraderie and it's nice now working with all different types of people and could come from all different walks of life and we're all able to work together, have fun, get the job done. And uh, yeah, exactly like Mark said, like looking back at the end of the day is amazing. I got, like I'm, I'm getting, I know that I always see you, Mark, you're always posting, looking for new guys to come on because you gotta, you're growing, right? The business is growing, you know, the way your mindset's growing. So you need more new guys, but I know that you have a lot of turnover too. The guys come in and they don't last that long and you got to hang on to the good guys right well for me i think it hasn't been that bad i mean in the, in the last company i was with the turnover was insane but i don't know how many guys have really left here maybe four in That's two it. years like usually when guys come here they like i us. feel like i feel like the guys that you know the reason why i post to instagram and stuff I feel like it, I'm showing the work we're doing and I want the good guys to gravitate towards us. And I feel like I've gotten some guys from Instagram because they gravitated towards us because they see what we're doing. They want to be a part of it. KBD. 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 Wait, man, Great guy. Amazing service guy. He'll do anything. What's KBD? That stand for something? It's Kyle. It's Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Okay, Kyle's yeah. the man. <laughs> okay, all right. So those are the guys that you want to find. Those yeah, are the I gems. mean, yeah. The, it's it's hard to find roofers or she metal guys in general, but that's why I'm kind of going crazy on social media. Because you're looking for these guys. Well, they're yeah, out there. Yeah, I want them to gravitate towards. But you want to find those. So the, the, everyone that follows you, all of a sudden you get them in here and they, they see what you're built and it's actually legit. It follows through. So they go, I want to be a part of this. They want right? to be part of the story about the scholars. Yeah, yeah. Which is creating really culture. You yeah, know, if they go work, some, some guys feel like if they go work at a big company, they're just a number. Yeah. Here, here it's not like that. You're part of the family. family. Yeah. That's big. I've been noticing a lot of successful smaller companies like the starter uppers. It's all about family, right? Yeah. That's what it's got to be. So you got to tell me, where does Skylux name came yeah, from? Yeah, I have the same question. That's uh. Where did all that... You know, you know how hard it is to come up with a name? <laughs> I, re I remember. I was there for... Mine came to me right away. That's all <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yours was good. Yours was good. But it was difficult for me to come up with a name. It was hard. It took me a while. And then what was... And I figured I wanted Lux in the name. And I figured Lux because... I want to be considered a guy that does really good work. Luxury. Luxury work, luxury, luxury work, houses, yeah. you know, sky lux, luxury in the air. 
Got exactly. It. So Got I it. came up with that, and that was I felt like it was a good name. So Jordan, you came in, you're a shingle guy, and then you're, Mark, you weren't really a shingle guy. I didn't know. I put my first shingle on when I started working at Skylux. I really? Didn't, yeah, I didn't it was know. always flat. Well, actually, no, I did a couple a little bit, but it was always flat roofing. And you never touched flat. I never touched flat until uh, until really I met Mark. So then, what do you you prefer, flat now or shingle? Flat roofing all day, baby. All the day. All day. Cedar shakes. Well, that's cedar and slate's a whole different ball game. That's that's hard. Much different than shingles. Chris, but it's, Chris loves it. Yeah, really? but it's yeah. also beautiful. Like when you look at it, like look at some of these photos, like that aerial shot of that cedar roof. Like that's art, man. That's craftsmanship. Like you can't just nobody can just do that. You have to no. be skilled at what you do. So he takes pride in his work too, he's and a, he's a great foreman guy. to work for. Uh, okay, so Ben, you wanna you wanna chime in? I'm just curious, and uh, I want to learn more about the good, the bad, the ugly, about roofing, about I want to get a sense of products. Like I'm not a roofer. I respect you guys, and I'll go up there when I can. Mm -hmm. But you won't be seeing me anytime soon, right beside you guys on on the ropes and stuff like that, man. It's just I respect you guys. You guys do the job, and then I'll I'll take all the glory. Yeah, later so on. to touch on Mark's point and your point earlier about labor. I mean, it's a challenge probably to find you know quality guys out there. There's there's people out there, but the quality of the individual is, is difficult to find. So at Suprema, we're trying to create products that are more user-friendly and require less labor to do so. Example, our smart board laminated products, you know, their base sheet, it's factory laminated to our protection board. So they're easily applied in the field. They can be mechanically fastened. They can be adhered in insulate uh, with the... Uh, Dual adhesive, tack. dual tack adhesive, you know, they could be mopped into place depending on, on the situation. Uh, we have the Macadam machine, which is a I fully, want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> those everybody does. Cool. Those things are pretty badass. What is that? It's a, it's an odd, it looks like a little Zamboni. It's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, I know what the Macadam name stands for. It's Machina Denis. That's uh, the guy that sort of created it. His name's Denis Cartier, and he um, he put this thing all together, and it, and it basically torches rolls on the roof, automated with uh, use of propane. Jordan just so, sent me a, a little video here. I'm looking on her phone. It does, yeah. It does That's about cool. twenty to twenty-two rolls per Whoa. hour. Wow, you guys have one of these? I wish. No, oh. <laughs> you, to be honest, to be honest, you need a big, big roof. Yeah, to be worth it. I mean, you it's need some wide squares. Open. So is this like? It, I guess it saves a whack of labor. Oh, a huge amount of labor. Because I, I think the average roofer, Mark, you can correct me, does what four to five rolls an hour. Yeah. So the machine, four to five rolls an hour. If, you, if you're good, you should be able to do five rolls in an Qual hour by yourself. Rules. Yeah, quality I mean, rolls. Quality right? rolls. So is this machine actually rolling the exact same rolls that you guys the exact are rolling same out? Roll. Yeah. This is pretty impressive. How expensive is this machine? It's, it's up there. It's like you know, six figures. Oh, well, it's about sixty no. k. Six. Yeah. That's not too bad. So it's it's, not don't buy the next printer. Just get one of these things, right? Yeah, Just yeah. invest in one of those. But you need, like Mark said, you need you need the that's job. That's pretty impressive, man. You but need the job for it. You need the open area to go through it, right? So, so what are you saying? So that's an average an average guy can do four rolls an hour. Right, and what that machine does about twenty to twenty three rolls per Whoa. hour. Yeah, we actually, if you go to our website or a YouTube channel, we have a time-lapse where they physically show oh, you know, the traditional way of, of torching a roll and then the machine. I think, I think Ben just did a plug for Suprema yeah. there. Right? <laughs> Call your local rep. That's all good. All right, so then what else What else do you want to talk about here, Ben? So, yeah, and again, you know, the, the huge factor is safety. Like, again, touching on what we're talking so about. So what earlier. are the little safety things that guys are doing? Like the stupid little things that they're doing that they just... Kettle fires. That's is a it? Big, is a big thing right now. It still goes on. Guys are not watching their kettles they're they're overheating they're spilling over and all of a sudden you you got a full-blown fire sometimes these guys get it under control before anything 
Because normally you guys don't have any water on the site, or I well, guess you always have to have a fire extinguisher, a fire extinguisher right? Yeah, usually, so, yeah. So, what other little safety things that we have issues with? I have one big thing. Like when you go on residential jobs, um, you can't put a ladder up and go over ten feet without being hooked up. So, without having a genie or like a sky boom, how do you get up to the roof to put the safety in? Yeah, it's just, real technical. I know technical this is the stupid thing. It's like the inspectors will go. It's on you guys to figure yeah. this out. No, it's. I, I'm arguing the fact that it should also be on all of us, including you guys. I feel like I feel like if people really cared about our safety, right? And I don't know if I should touch on this subject, but if people really care about our, cared about our safety. Why isn't there permanent anchors in every residence? Exactly. That's actually, you, you guys brought that up exactly. and I thousand percent agree, I agree with that. If people really cared about our safety, why isn't there permanent anchors in every And, and there should be there access points to get up to yeah. the top part too, right? So you mm-hmm. can be safe the whole way up. So that's, that's, up. that's normal in commercial applications, right? Yeah. It's, and once you get in a building over whatever it is, four or five stories, they got to anchors. anchors. Yeah. So why don't they implement that? I know that there's a lot of talk right now in residential talking about uh, sprinkler systems. I disagree with sprinkler systems because I think that if you have a false alarm, you have more damage now caused as a result of that. I think there's another way to do it, which is more fire suppression systems, Mm -hmm. not water, so you don't flood your entire house. So it's the same thing. So if we're talking about that kind of safety, why aren't we putting those uh, permanent anchors on the roof? That's a really great question. We have to have that conversation, for sure. We have to have it. We have to push it. Building officials. Who are you going to speak to? Nobody's listening. That's the problem, right? So The problem problem is, is like... Nobody wants to be liable yeah. for that anchor. Like nobody knows what's going to happen five Down ten the line. years with that anchor. If something did happen, who's liable? That's all it is at the end of the day. It's liiability. I feel like any other little, they're not little to me. They're all big, they're right? All, Anything all big. to do safety with safety, especially on the roofing is like, it's a big deal. Right? So is we live in a climate where it fluctuates from minus 35 to plus 40. Yeah. Right. So you're, the idea of eliminating the torch completely is not going to, I don't think it's going to happen. You yeah. want to, but. It's very difficult to do that. You mean like what, switch over to peel and stick kind of the system? Peel and stick to cold applied. Like we have a lot of systems that we can physically do without a torch successfully. But the, in the summer. In, in the s- summer, yeah. I mean, we're, right now we're minus 10. You can't do it. You can't do it. No. So basically, you eliminate yourself from four months of the year, five right. months of the year. But during the, you know, the six, the seven months. But these guys have to work all year round. They have to work all year round, but we're, we're getting there. We're yeah. working on stuff. I know for sure we're working on stuff to try and get below temp, and we we put in our request R and D, and to their credit, they always always come out with something. So, like I said, we have over twenty systems, twenty two systems over that that we can do cold applied with a combination of different things with the pre laminated boards, you know, adhesives, um, you know, cold applied products. It's it's getting there, but it's gonna take time. I don't think we'll fully ever get rid of the torch. That's that's the thing. That's the reality. I don't, I don't think you want to. Do you get? You guys don't I, want to. I don't do. think I would want well, to. Well, I guess but. it's. It's because of the fires, man. I think the kettles are more more of a problem than the the torch. What's the rule with the business now? Like, if you guys are actually torching down, you have to babysit the site. Fire watch. Fire watch. Fire watch for how long? An hour after the torch goes off. That's just an hour, right? And then you got to come back four hours later. Four hours later, and just you got to get back on the roof and take a peek. And do most guys do that? The hour, yeah. The hour, yeah. The hour the we four, have to. four hour? No. I, I've seen guys go up back on the roof with the heat guns, right? Yeah, yeah we, we do, do that. We do for an hour. We do that. Yeah, yeah. For an hour after every job. And you guys just scan the whole You area. have to. You yeah. have to make sure everything's okay. Man. Safety. Like, it's it's going to burn it's down scary. somebody's house. Or, scary. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that. You don't right? want that so, kind of heat. No, exactly. Sure. 
No, you have to. No pun intended. You know, let's touch upon a little bit on, on, on the social media because I know you've been very active on social media and sharing what you do. And obviously, there, you get the trolls out there who come out and start talking shit. We and then you go to the their. Trolls. Every day. Yeah, you, you go to their page and then they're private and they have no followers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're an amazing roofer. You don't want to share the shit that you have, but you're actually dogging the guys who are doing a good yeah. job and wanting Instead of to having share. the conversation. Yeah. How right? about we have the conversation, man? So it's like, how do you handle it, Mark? To be honest, lately, I've been having fun trolling them back. <laughs> <laughs> I have. What do you do? You tease them? You yeah, yeah, back? I usually tease them back. Yeah, and they, they keep get on so engaged. fired up, too. One guy got fired up. Yeah, they day. get so they fired up. They get pretty up. heated out there. Yeah, they're, they're, what they're, what, they're what angry is it? People. They're just saying what? You're not tied off? Well, ro- roofers in general, they all think they're the best. Every roofer you'll ever meet is the best roofer. Nobody's so better true. than him. Really? Really? Oh, so man. true. That was yeah. my so next true. question is that like when you guys walk on site, what's the attitude from the other trades? It's like, are they thinking... Who well, it's different when we walk onto your site than any other. Because <laughs> when we walk onto a hardcore <laughs> site, it's like everybody's friends. Everybody's talks, equal. Everybody great. gets yeah. along, right? I mean, I mean, we're. I think I feel like we're different than some of the other, you know, rougher One for sure. roofers. So for sure. People respect. Everybody's cool with us. You know, we, we're the hardest working guys on site. So the attitude, yeah. the attitude doesn't show up. And yeah. like, we're not... We don't come on site all cocky and being an a-hole and all this stuff like we just there to do our job do it well and go home man you guys are respecting the other trades that are on there right and oh we for all sure together, you have to right? because if you don't respect the other trade they won't respect you right that's, so, that's the bottom line right so i remember i was talking to one of your guys from ireland there and he was telling me that over over there they built scaffold around the whole perimeter of the house yeah why you know why don't we do yeah, that there here? you go the, th- the, the thing is it's, it's money, it's the money it's, i know it's, it's, the it's money. safety but safety costs money you know. Safety costs. Ben, money. do you think it's a good well, idea to build scaffold around a whole house to roof it? Yeah. But how much more are we but talking about budget? Again, like, the problem is nobody's willing to pay for all that. Right? How much is it? Do you know, Mark? To set up scaffolding? Well, I'm sure if you like, like in, five in, grand in Europe, they have a trade. Yeah, yeah, designated yeah. just for scaffolding. Just for scaffolding. So you know how good these guys are at putting up scaffolding. They they're just fast, come in. Yeah. They're circus. It's a trade. Yeah. They they go through an apprenticeship for setting up scaffold. So you think it's a good idea to start doing that here? If they really cared about our safety. Exactly. If they cared, they would make us do it, make it even all across the board. Every roofing company have to do it. Basically, you're going to shut down so many roofing companies out there because they won't want to do it. But that's what separates the good from the bad, man. Yeah, I know. The fly by the seat of your pants, guys. Yeah. But you get clients who come in and get three quotes and all of a sudden it's like 10,000, 10,000, and then 5,000. I had one guy tell me the other day that I was double, you know, of another guy. Like, okay. Like, good luck. (laughs) Yeah. And then how did they figure out that you were double because someone came in and just gave you them price half your price? Half, yeah. And then they didn't question what's missing from this price other than the zero well, and the he, one? Well, it was a builder and he told me that in the last house he had flooded because of the roof and he still went and went with a guy that's half my price. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how does so, that make you So feel? he likes having a pool in the basement. Yeah, I guess they can't justify spending the other, the more the extra money, but Jeez. And hold off and then save a little he, bit more. He's a gambler. How hard does it get in the summertime? I know you guys got to work really hard in the summertime, right? So it's like you got to maximize the amount of days because you got so many calls going on. Everybody wants it done and get the, wants it done right away. So you guys are working really hard right until the bitter cold. And then all of a sudden you, you kind of backtrack and redo the whole shop in, in the wintertime, right? So yep. But I mean, how crazy. Like how many guys you got going, Mark, right now? 15. 15 guys? Wow. So how many yeah, crews? Yeah. How many crews? Three. Three bad. crews and well, then three main guys for every crew. Well, there's more because I got two sheet metal crews and then usually the flat guys split up into two and then I got the slope roofing crews. And then where which you is gonna, Which is going to also separate this year. 
Really? Yeah. yeah I, I, like I'm anticipating more work coming. Is it fair to say, just to tell anybody else who was actually trying to get into roofing, you getting leads from Instagram? Is Instagram actually feeding your business? Hundred percent. Really? Yeah? yeah. I agree with that. I think Instagram is a great. No, community. it's a conversation I've been having with a lot of guys. Like, are you actually getting leads, oh, yeah. right? And they For ask sure. me, and and my my thinking is that I don't necessarily get leads as much as I get brand awareness. I get credibility with my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So when people clients meet me or the trades meet me, they like going, okay, you're the real deal. You're not full of shit, and then I want to be a part of you. I want to work with you, right? Right. But you're physically getting the leads. You're getting people reaching out to you because they saw your post, your video, your comments, what you had to say about this industry, and all of a sudden. I want to hire you. You're going to call time it. and then, all the time. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit easier for me just because of the separation gap between me and the typical roofer or us and the typical roofer. The but you did that. You did that on purpose. Yeah. Right. I want it to be completely transparent, show the good work. People could see what they're paying. Right. Like there's no, there's no like question why I'm more expensive. It's because I'm doing everything properly, doing the quality work, safe work. You ever get a client who wants to go up on the roof and take a peek? Oh, I'm fine with that. I have a we had Henry. He was he no, was Henry. Whole, he's on the roof the whole time with us. He's really? up there he's telling my, us he's the in, pull he's nails in, and he's in all the time lapses. He's probably on the wall here. Yeah, he just, yeah, he he just loved being is, up there. Actually. He just loved being up there and hanging out with you guys. Yeah, for sure. He's also he's just that type of guy. Like he wants to know what's going on. And yeah. He's a pretty funny individual. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah good so guy. That's good. good guy. Are you I'm guys I, I want to get you guys into this whole like Roofing, are you guys, I mean, remember, remember the days of just tar paper on the roof? Mm -hmm. Remember those days? That doesn't exist anymore, does it? Now you're putting membranes, you're putting rolls of fabric and stuff like that before you're actually... Yeah, insulation. We mm -hmm. insulate all our roofs. Yeah, insulate, right? But unless, unless somebody's spray foaming everything on the inside, right to the roof sheathing, mm -hmm. that's the only case we won't put polyiso insulation. Because then you won't need it, right? But you'll still need to put a, a nice and water shield of some sort, right? Yeah, I'm talking about slope roofs, right? Membranes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it kind of, like, that's different, and that's what I like about it, right? So... And, and that ties into the whole building envelope, right? Yeah. I it mean, starts from the top. Yeah. So our, our, our goal is to provide a complete building envelope solution. So we started off with roofing. That's the company. It was established 1908. That's what they got into. And then... That's know, where Suprema began? Roofing? Yeah. hundred More than 100 years more ago? More than 100 years ago, yeah. It's still family-owned. Pierre-Etienne Binchindler is our, is our owner. You guys, know, guy. you guys know that? I didn't Did know. I know? Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, I knew it was oh, yeah, yeah. It's been the same family since it started. You know, we have different plants, different across the globe. Um, when did it start shifting from the roof to the building? There was a, I mean, we've always been in building envelope, but I, I could probably pinpoint five, six years ago, there was a, a plan to, to get heavy into insulation and building envelope. There was a, there's a big strategic push in our end. We've committed a lot of money into plants to producing XPS now, spray foam, spray foam yeah. cellulose, as yeah. you know, 127 project, yeah. polyiso. We manufacture all these technologies. It's a huge, huge business a huge industry that everyone's concerned about because insulation is what's keeping everybody warm and comfortable coupled with the building envelope products tying into the roof and again that's the other thing too it's how does everything tie in together because word is one trade stop and start whose responsibility well that's over? that's where the failures are and that's what you guys probably right? see as well too it's like you can't just be the trade that stops here here's my finish line you got to mm -hmm. somehow tie into the next trade right Right, so you guys do your roofing. Respect membrane. the next trade. Right? It has to. It has to. You got to move into the next, the wall assembly. Whoever's doing that, right, and how they tie it in mm -hmm. the soffit assembly, everything like that. It has to be all connected. If they leave, if you just walk away, I don't care. 
then you've got a hole. Mm-hmm. Now you got a hole in the house. And what's the point of building a house if you got a hole in the house that doesn't do a function, right? Not a mechanical hole or a window or anything right. like that, right? So and we have all these details that, that show those transitions from the roof to the wall, from the wall to the foundation. Uh, how many guys are paying attention to those details? Uh, that's a good question. It's education, It's right? education. It's getting the message out there. Like I said, right now at our facility in, in Woodbridge there, we do a lot of training. We emphasize training. Training is, is critical to the success of any product. From January to the beginning of March, we have over 300 roofers, 500 consultants. I mean, we we see a lot of people. On a weekly basis? On a weekly basis. We have roofers there every week. Is there food? I yeah, actually, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I want to go there. Right? It's like an Italian wedding. Really? Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> I just wanted to actually say something about just that. It was my second or third day, the old roofing company I used to work for, where I got introduced to flat roofing. And I went, it was my third day flat roofing. I got uh, sent to the Suprema beginners course. And mm-hmm. John actually taught me like all my first test um, techniques. That's been amazing for me. Learning from him and then learning from Mark and the way that Mark pays attention to detail, just the way John does in the mm-hmm. course, it ensures that you get a good roof, you know? And yeah. those and those courses are fun. Like you get lunch, you get to meet the guys, you learn new systems. It's you guys charge? Wild. You guys don't charge for that, do you? Yeah, we charge. Because you charge the it. reality is if we don't charge a lot, it's just to cover the cost of, you know, material and, and the food. And what's going on there, right? Yeah, because so. the idea is we have a mock-up. Uh, we just renovated the back and we made it bigger. It can accommodate up to 12 guys. So they get an inside outside corner each so and they get more of a get into the okay so how much is it because i actually want to get more guys why don't we do a little thing where we'll he'll like mark you guys post i post we'll do a little thing that figure out your next one that's going to happen let everybody know what it costs and then if anybody wants to come out that actually cares about building better. yeah so the it's way that it's booked up yeah it's that's the thing it's oh booked, it's always oh it's always booked the invitations ooh. the invitations go out in the beginning of december and there's a laundry list of people signed really up. oh yeah because we can only accommodate so many people. Then the, the argument that comes back to us is, well, why can't we do it in the, you know, April to December? It's because the guys are working, the guys man. Are working. It's harder. You know what? They'll commit yes. And even sometimes in the winter, they pull out because there's a, a nice day and they got a job. And what's more important? You got to get it done. You got to get, get it done. done. Yeah. You got to make the clients happy. So, and our, and our technicians that do the trading, they do a fantastic job, but they're also have to be on site to look at the work deal with the contractors you know it's just it's not just sitting at the office training people so we have to have a focused time that we concentrate on those contractors and it's a committed three months where we have you know the technicians taking turns doing their their courses with the beginner the the, the flameless pack applied training before guys get into roofing what other trades would they have been doing or are you seeing the guys come directly to the beeline to roofing because it i get the sense that to be a roofer, it takes a certain kind of individual. A hundred percent. I feel like framers and roofers. Really a lot, eh? Yeah. I, I, I can see that. I totally see that. I agree. That. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll never see a towel setter going, hey, Mark, how's no it way. going on? No, no. <laughs> or an electrician. No, no chance. Yeah. Or, or a electrician plumber. or a plumber. No. He'll just I make like, the holes and shove the things right through the Electricians look at us like we're insane. Because they like their little four-step ladders, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, all their stuff's nice and clean. Nice and, and neat. You know, and all, yeah, they don't really get messy. Like, <laughs> you just. You, it's true. If, their work pants are never dirty, if man. If you get Come a on. hot day with a five gallon pail of Alzan, you're going to have some fun out there. I, so I've seen, a, I've seen an electrician get yeah. his pants dirty and all of a sudden come up to me and he was like, had such a sad face. Very? Like, yeah, yeah. It was just he's like, a, my pants are dirty. I'm like, guy. oh my God, your pants are dirty? My pants are dirty every day, man. Yeah, was, yeah. And then I see you guys and you're covered in soot and you got asphalt. Yeah, yes, exactly, yes, right? Yes. And I'm like, look at the roofers, man. How, how do you feel now? He goes, no, my pants are still dirty. No, man, you can't compare. So you, if you're a roofer, you're a roofer, right? But I guess framers can relate. Concrete guys can't relate. Uh, Brick guys, they can't relate. They can kind of relate. Brick guys, 
they have a hard job too as well, man. They're they grinding. That's that's one job. Me being a roofer, I would never want to be a stonemason. That, that's a good question. So I, you, that's really, not for that's me. hard, man. That's hard. Like I think roofing's easier than that. Really? But maybe that's because I've been doing it for a while. And I think I both. Enjoy it. I, I think know. both are hard. Well, for sure. I think yeah. both are hard, man. Take All th- trades are hard. You have to be skilled at what you do. I it doesn't matter that. what you do. Doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. There's a difficulty to everything. Exactly. And to find a guy that can do something with quality, whether it be an electrician, a roofer, a anybody. tile guy. Anybody. Yeah, for mean, sure. Any have you ever had been approached by a woman? I have, yeah. I it was, hire one though. It was on your job when Mark didn't you get an email where it was like, Oh, I th- I think we just got our first girl that applied. I think it was. Yeah. It was on the the day that we cut the roof on one twenty seven okay. and reframed it i think it was that, that day, day there eh? i'm i'm pretty sure but I'm she she sure. interviewed but it she didn't. sent me a resume but i never yeah. even interviewed because at the time i didn't need people oh yeah. I got we you. had like one crew at that time hmm. well it was me mark and the two, two other guys it's a tough i mean that's a whole other talk but i mean that's a tough racket to be a woman in this industry right yeah. especially in the roofing industry or yeah. a mason i've never I've seen, seen a woman i've mason. seen female shinglers and there's mm-hmm. a couple on instagram that got like twenty thousand followers yeah there's one mexican one from the states and she's that good I looking too she's good looking and there's a german one and they're like beasts yeah really they, oh yeah, they're yeah. They, they know what they're doing they they're know good. what they're doing oh yeah they're good yeah okay. yeah they're good that's the difference but i've yet to see like a, a girl flat roofer uh, I've seen one and I don't, but I've seen them in training. So I haven't seen them physically on the field, but, uh, yeah. from what I saw in training was totally fine. Capable. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Mark and Jordan, what do you want to change about the roofing industry? I want to raise the standards. The I standards agree. for everything. Which means that you got to raise your price, which means clients have to pay more. If you look at photos from our jobs, maybe I'm bold in saying this, but like 50% of the other companies, like where we walk onto their job that got done two years ago and the system's failing and all this stuff like we repaired uh, a roof yesterday that was seven years old so that's what you would raise the standards that's yeah, what you would raise. raise the standards like i said even for for everything i feel like the government should even step up like everybody should step up but that's a that turtle that's, you that's want you podcast. want that turtle you ever seen a turtle go up a ladder i've never seen a turtle go up a ladder yeah. I don't, i've never seen a turtle tie off i've never seen a turtle do anything but just walk and lay eggs right and hump that's all they do right so it's like that's the government that's a that's an uphill battle right no for sure i don't want to get into that no i know i because then you're gonna piss people off and shit like that and all of a sudden they're gonna spill their coffee on their office yeah (laughs) (laughs) but the standards i mean the roofing industry should have uh, an apprenticeship yes it doesn't it does i thought it did no well, they, they have a red seal training now. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no apprenticeship. Most, most, there's no program. Uh, there's to no go physical into. program. No. No. So it's, 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 it's red seal though. It's, they have it's a red, red seal, seal but it's only Apparently, in a classroom. It's Alberta or something, but I don't know if they have it. But not in Ontario. Yeah, they, yeah, they have it here. Do they? They do it. Um, George Brown. Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they do it. How long is that course? So you have to have so many hours it's applying certain hours. products. Okay. Then you can go to the go to the courses. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you complete the courses, and if you complete it and your employer signs off on your hours, then you're good. I think it's more so for the waterproofing of like foundations of condos and stuff. That's what I see it. I mean, unless... yeah, but that's not roofing. That's no, that's a but, di- but, that's, but that's, that's building science, right? But roofing's yeah. under waterproofing and like uh, so, the red seal. So, Mark, why don't you start an apprentice? program that's the goal eventually you know right get to that point they give you you money for apprentices uh, apprentice do they yeah the government does they do well depends on i've uh, never seen a wallet on a turtle eater um, (laughs) i would i would love to train every single one of my guys 
From nothing. From nothing to our standards, which has been the case, you know. That's what you've been doing already. That's what happened with it's me. It's been the case, man. It's been the case. So and and that's been there's amazing gotta be a for way. Me. There's got to be a way that we can contact the government and ask them, okay, is there some sort of incentive that you guys can help out? That's, that could be an interesting conversation. The building some. Yeah. It could be something to yeah. find out to, to ask that question going is there something listen i got a roofing company in toronto who wants to actually raise the standards but he wants to seriously train these these kids to mm. be better roofers have you ever seen the the mock-up we built for our guys no i've seen it yeah you showed on, it to on me your, on your videos probably yeah no he built one here i built the yeah, mock-up yeah, right, i trained right. my guys out of torch here you know oh right on yeah because yeah. i want the same quality on site you know Show me what you can do. And, and they come in and they, they, they'll they torch. They'll sit you, there and they'll get better. And do you know torch. any other roofer companies, like anybody else that's actually got a mock-up at their own shop and they're like uh, t- training their guys? I mean, I'm, I'm Probably sure far and few, right? Yeah. That's pretty smart. And you started doing that the first year, like right at the very beginning? Yeah. That's actually pretty cool because then mm-hmm. now you guys get to try it out without trying it out on someone's client, right? Like yeah. someone's house. Well, well you, you can make nice it as much as you want. Yeah. You guys prefer residential over commercial or commercial over residential or 50-50? I like to do both, to be honest. Personally, if I'm actually working on the roof, commercial, 100%. Mm-hmm. Commercial. Commercial? It's just more freedom or... Safety is easier? It's easier to be safe. safe. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know... You have to deal with a homeowner. You know what, what, what are you like. saying? You're saying homeowners uh, are hard to deal with? I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for for us, it's it gets to a point where we don't we didn't really dabble into residential. I mean, we have a lot of products that can be used residentially, like our underlayments, and now that we have insulation. But that's been my experience that a lot of the good stuff that gets to residential comes from commercial. I agree with that too, because yeah. that's where all the guys take risks, like yourself. You know, they want to push a higher standard of building, and you know they're building the the few custom homes a year, and they're willing to take a, a better material or a better assembly because that's the thing we're focusing on too is assemblies we're not just focusing on product we're focusing on tested assemblies and yeah. i know you got joe from our office yeah and he was too. amazing talking about assemblies that's right what, but that's what you guys are going to be talking a lot yeah, about yeah that's the thing that we're trying to promote and push and educate is not just product because anyone can make good product you know it's the labor component that's always the difficult thing to to manage or to anticipate but most manufacturers make good product the failure rate is relatively low it's just how it gets installed. So it falls on the installers. It falls on you guys. Well, it falls it... on everybody. I mean, to a point, we have to educate these guys to make sure that they're doing it correctly. Yeah. Because if you know, it makes us look bad. If we get the, we're the ones that get the the phone call first. Yeah. Most of the time, especially on the roof, we have a warranty on there, and then the homeowner is already dialing us, and you know, we'll go out there, we'll do an assessment, we'll see what the issue is, and then whatever the problem is, we have to we have to take care of it because that's part of our agreement. Yeah. And we honor the agreement. We don't run away. We don't make excuses if there's a leak. Whatever the case is that's roof-related, that falls within the parameter of that warranty, we will address it with the roofer, of course. So, Mark, is it fair to say that you're not on the roof as much now because you're focusing more on the business? 100%, yeah. Right? So, Jordan, you, you're, you're on the roof a lot yep. still. Mark still comes up. He's always comes by for site visits, but yeah, yeah he's got he's dealing with all the... All the other stuff for the business. Yeah, which is everyone doesn't realize that you start a construction business. There's a whole other world. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think is important? What are you guys doing to sort of diversify your business as a roofer? When you go into a job site, you just like, we've had this conversation before. We're we're not just roofers. Exactly. We do a lot of cladding cladding and stuff. So, I mean, that'll trickle down into, you know, like there's this huge push right now for, for, you know, you're doing a lot of residential homes and, you're reshingling the roof, you're going on a roof and you're taking the shingles off and you're looking at the plywood, could be rotted, could be whatever. You could replace it if it's, if it's at that point. Question should be, 
let me look into your attic. Let me see what's doing in there. You know, it's a little bit of an upsell to a, a service to the homeowner who, who needs to know that maybe the insulation that was, that's hanging in that attic is not adequate enough, right? They could have an R30 when code is R60 now. So there's an opportunity to... Well, it's like hot roof, right? There's other applications of roof types, and then these guys yeah. should know what's, what's been going on inside the house, right? So then, you, like you said, so if the, if the underside of the roof has been spray foam, mm -hmm. you don't need to put... The, the foam on it right? right so and then like, those are all the questions that you would ask them mm -hmm. yeah, for depending sure. on what it is right but you're asking the gc and you, you got to just educate yourself it just it's education because you know you're putting money into the into the uh, contractor's pocket we're selling more product but we're also providing a service to the homeowner you know like saving them on their heating bills or on their cooling bills again it's about comfort that's what everything boils down to it's about comfort we have all these things to keep us comfortable can I uh, can I pick a fight with the big box stores and just like when I walk down the the roofing aisle there and there's like the peel and stick and DIY kind of thing mm -hmm. and like how do you guys feel about those things? Terrible. <laughs> it's it's yeah because it's like you got a DIYer coming into the roofing section. It complicates them, things. Get onto the roof and you can peel the and stick is, this. And <clears throat> is not something you should do yourself. I don't think. No, any, I don't think, I don't think any trade other than it's not something you, you should tackle. Yourself. As a, a as a client, a DIYer, I got a thousand percent. If you want to paint something, you know? well, there you go, safety. It's safety, but they know they can do that. Come on, they can get on the roof. They can they can climb the roof and just patch that. Uh, I was seeing it again, just driving through the streets after that massive windstorm last was it last year. All the homeowners are on the roofs. They're like all, that uh, leak seal stuff that you spray. <sighs> flex seal. That's flex the seal. worst thing uh, that has yeah. happened. What do you mean? Is that the roofing. stuff with the storm door on the bottom of the boat? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's 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 are you guys really telling love. me that's not true? Is that what you guys are telling me, man? <laughs> I'm ready to buy a boat and a storm door. It's just like, flex seal it. It's temporary. Let's test it out. Is this podcast brought to you by flex seal? No, it's not, man. <laughs> so, but it's 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 sad, man. It's like it's sad. You go to that section there, and, and all of a sudden, they're, the big box is selling all these products that they should not be selling to convince the homeowner to get on a roof to do this to try to do this quick fix. When the reality is, like, you should get a professional on the roof. That's what 100%. you should be doing. Yeah, I mean, there's certain things you don't want to touch. I mean, even guys with electrical, electrical roof, yeah, roof, plumbing, underpinning, underframing, anything. You know what? You're going down that list. There's a whole like, list. Even painting to a certain degree. I I still respect Paper. painting as a crew, like, as a trade, right? So it's just like well, I, I think I think if you're in the trade, you can you can multitask and you can. There's different it ways. Bleeds into you, other things, yeah. right? You got a skill. Yeah. You can hold a tool. You yeah. have a concept. The average homeowner doesn't. So this is really about educating the clients, right. letting them it understand that this costs money to do a roof properly. Mm -hmm. I guess. But to be honest, I feel like my clients know that. They already know it. Yeah, like I based on your Instagram. Yeah, like or they got screwed before. Yeah. The good thing about like roofing is once a client gets screwed over, they're never they gonna know. do that again because yeah. it might have cost them fifty, twenty, thirty, hundred grand. Well, that's the old saying, right? Like if you think we're expensive, then try doing it twice, right? I have one client. He did a commercial roof in on Highway Seven in Jane, seven-year-old EPDM roof. I mm -hmm. don't want to talk shit about other membranes, but no, no, we don't. Like every, every, you know what it is? I get this question all the time. Every product can fit and work if done correctly. Again, even, you know, we can knock, I'm gonna use Tyvek for an example. Tyvek works to detail it to work. If it's flapping in the wind and you start bricklaying, yeah, Tyvek's not again, doing anything. It's like, no, but if it's detailed correctly. Correct. But then it goes to the point, well, if you're gonna do all that labor, all that work, and you're paying, you know, whatever it is. A labor square, to do that or whatever, yeah. It might as well go to a membrane 
that you're more comfortable with and you know that it's going to be fully bonded. There's no fasteners. It's self-adhering. It's really interesting. I think in the last three years, you're starting to see a lot of contractors talk about membranes, membranes instead of on just the wall. wraps. Yeah, because we're having that conversation. I right. mean, we can have a Tyvek product. Yeah. But again, to detail that product, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time, which translates to money. Yeah, but Tyvek to me is like watching a movie on VHS. It's just like, yeah, I, I can watch a movie just, on VHS, point, but I don't right? want to, right? No. So it's like there's but membranes But we have now. other stuff there. But my point is this, if you actually fig physically take the time to figure out the cost and how long it's going to take, you're going to go to membrane 99% well, that's of the That's the whole time. problem. Like same with roofers. Like when clients I'm talking about, like, why don't you just spend the extra money to actually do the roof properly? Guess what? You've got three floors of your house underneath this. Because they care about tiles. They care I about credit. I, I get it. I, I, the, the Viking, the Sub-Zero. Yeah. I get it. Wolf I understand. Appliances. I know, but if that roof leaks and fails, then all that shit Insurance. is gone now. I've, I've seen many clients, one, two-year-old roofs that fail. Mm -hmm. One two-year-old roof. Believe me, they regret it. Oh yeah, time. they're Even failing where? At what point? They're failing at all the terminations. Oh man, I've that's what we tell. Our, that's what we tell them. When we lose those jobs, we'll say we'll see in a couple of years because that's what's going to happen. Really? Mm -hmm. and they'll call you up and you get up there and you explain to them this is exactly and what it, happened. And it costs double to rip it off after. Yeah, exactly. That's now the good thing about the roofing material. industry. It's it's an, it's recession proof. Everyone needs to do their roof all the they time. They have to. So what, it depends on how long it's going to last. Except for the guys who have the blue tarps on the roofs. <laughs> yeah, screw down. Yeah. <laughs> screw down with pieces Couple of wood. Right and, through the roof. Yeah, exactly. There's one house in particular. That Why don't you guys by. sell that product? A little tarp, a that blue tarp, Supremo tarp. and then too, <laughs> no Insurance will be all over that. <laughs> I don't know what kind of waterproofing you're going to get with that thing. You're not going to get much waterproofing with no. that thing, man. It'll look great, too. Blue roofs Beautiful always look color. great with everything. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of want to touch on... I love working with the torch and I love applying your products with the torch. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'd be kind of sad if that went away one day. I don't, like I said, I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's just, we have to provide an alternative to the torch. It's just, but again, when you get to those frigid temperatures. But you guys are going down that thing, road yeah. for what reason? For the safety, safety, safety insurance. Yeah. Yeah. That's safety, the reason why you're everything. It's just, you don't, you don't want to be associated to a job that catches fire because it's a public relations nightmare. You know, not necessarily that it's the manufacturer's fault. Again, that's what they're looking at, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Because you're not even there applying it. You just manufacture the product. But they'll say oh, it's a, the it's a Suprema roof. They go after manufacturers. They go after, they go after people with the pocket. That's the reality. But we do everything we can. Like I said, we're not going to, I don't think we're ever going to eliminate the torch. It's always in our climate. In the southern states, I don't think they need torches at all. That's why well, in TPO New York. It's so all liquids. Yeah. It's, everything it's, is flameless. You those, can't use the those torch. Those buildings are, are all just residential or not? All roofing. Everything because all it's roofing. all wood. You're not allowed to use a torch. You cannot use a torch. Everything is, is a PMMA liquid. Really? Everything. And mm -hmm. it's messy. It looks, anyway, it's not my they put favorite on the, thing They put to down look the capture membrane with the mastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the Much roof. different. A lot, a lot of the, the Firestone yeah. has a system over there as well. It's I didn't a, it's, that. Yeah, because they're not allowed to use anything that has a. Well, I know that there's showers. All the buildings are all connected, right? All, so yeah, one yeah. goes up. One goes everything. Well, look goes, at, look at the roofs done. in Toronto. Some of them are over 100 years old. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same, same idea. And if the consultant or the architect or whoever, they know that they're going flameless. It's also a huge thing. Like I remember when I started flat roofing, you're learning from your foreman. You're learning the spots to really watch where you torch and where to use a lot of heat. But a lot of it comes from experience too. Like you won't see the fire, you'll smell it. So like I remember when I was learning, when I was younger a little bit and Mark told me like, you know, the most important thing 
on this roof when you're done is you walking around and smelling for smoke because you won't see it. It's going to be so small, right? Yeah. And then in over a couple hours, it gets bigger, bigger, bigger. The roof's on fire. The company's over. Hopefully nobody dies. Like, it's just bad news. Yeah. So it's about having the experience to know when to do this and when to do that, you know? I think I think that's also a huge thing with the torch. Because anybody, what... any, anybody can go buy a plywood dryer from Home Depot, which is like this long torch or whatever. They can go buy some rolls and slap it down, but about how to do it properly right because even even that machine that we were talking about earlier it's it's flame driven but it's flameless it's a heated enclosure so the the flame is inside the machine so it's hot air that's pushing out that's a pretty cool machine i like that yeah. machine. Man. so you're not, there's Wicked. no physical flame on the actual sheet itself but how do you how do you do the ends when you get into corners and stuff? you gotta By do hand. hands yeah. though right so you so. got one guy that's loading the machine one guy operating and then it's and that was the other fear too guys are like well it's gonna eliminate labor I'm like, well, it's not. You still need the same amount of guys. One guy, guys, you right? still need a machine operator. You need a guy loading the, the rolls, and you need somebody doing all your details. Yeah, but we already have a shortage of labor. So but, like, yeah. But the other thing is you're doing 22 rolls an hour compared to four. That's, that's you it, know that's, what I mean? That's, that's so insane. even if you multiply those three guys, you're still double what you're doing. You know, let's talk about roofs around the world, man. Do you guys chat with... I know I chat with a lot of people on Instagram from uh, all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. So you I, guys have... Conversations. I get a lot of people from UK because torching is huge in UK. Really? So everything. There's, there's all some torch. Like, there's some. There's some sick torches in UK. Yeah. Alexa's joining us. Hello. <laughs> there's some sick torches in UK, man. They're yeah. Really, yeah. Like they're 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 like it's like art. And it's like detail. Like, they're detail like right. with us. With us, we we care about it like art too. Like I remember when we did 127. Probably, yeah. Like this is art. It is. We're yeah. wrapping the corners. We want it to look pretty. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We want it to be sealed everywhere. Even if they don't see it. Even if they don't see it. I don't care about if they see it. I yeah. care about but it my looks own standards. Your own standards, exactly. You know, being great at what you do. And in UK, there's some sick torches. Out really, there. yeah? Yeah, they're really good. And they, they all comment on my stuff, criticize. But they're, they're not trolling. They're not anything. trolls, right? They're all... Some of them are. Yeah, yeah some are. of them are, really? Yeah. And they all, their, their biggest thing is they always comment, like, why don't you have scaffolding around the house? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they I say, learned, They man. state the obvious, you know? It's like, well... So they all have scaffolding around their house. Yeah, because that's all every mandated. job they do. But then at the same time, is they don't install asphalt shingles. Mm -hmm. They like, don't do any well, shingles. No, they don't do shingles. They, they, for us, we go to a residential shingle house, even if it's a large home. You're out of there in two, three days. How do they not have? Because old then, English homes are all like tutored homes, kind of mm -hmm. slate. They do slate. Slate's huge. Yeah. Slate yeah. tile. Yeah. No, no. They, I'm saying clay? they don't okay. use asphalt shingles. Oh, they use tile. They just use, they use slate tile tiles, eh? And clay. Clay mm -hmm. tiles. And that stuff takes longer. Oh. So to set up a scaffolding around it makes a two sense. weeks job, it makes sense. much longer than And it lasts much longer. Yeah. 50 years. That's why they... But a one-day asphalt job to One-day asphalt job to set up scaffolding is going to cost more for the scaffolding than for the job. Australia. What is Australia doing? They're doing flats. They're doing... I've uh, had a couple. They have Supreme in Australia. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have a distributor in, uh, in Australia. I mean, we're all over the globe. We have plants everywhere but in australia we have a we have a distributor that that sells our modified product they do a lot of torching a lot of flat roof so at the beginning of this we started with suprema but now it's suprema i'm trying to figure out yeah. is it suprema i or say is it suprema. suprema you say suprema i say suprema i think i've always said suprema it is i probably it probably is suprema is this you guys said suprema i say suprema I'm gonna say i say suprema. suprema my dad used to have a buddy that used to work for suprema though yeah. He tells me it's a different way. We so which probably, one is we, it? I, I'm pretty sure it's Suprema, but you know what? This is gonna get embarrassing if I keep going back. No, <laughs> maybe they take both. I don't know. Suprema, don't know. Suprema. I've heard it. I've heard it both ways. So either I way, it's I good products. Either way, it's the elephant. 
you know? Yeah, of yeah. course. We've got you covered. Of course. How do you guys feel about skylights? Well, I we, love skylights. We do them properly. Depends who you so ask. Fine. I think you got to. Huh? Depends who you ask. Why? It's a hole in your roof. Yeah, it's a penetration. <laughs> but there's holes in roofs. There's yes. supposed to be holes well, in roofs. Well, that's the idea, but. Right? So I know. I know homeowners freak out about skylights. Mm-hmm. But then the moment I tell them that in the summer months, even the spring all the way to the fall, it's beautiful. you'll wake up in the morning and you got a skylight in your bathroom. You don't even have to turn on the light mm-hmm. to get ready in the morning. So that's saving you money and it's you feel better. They've been proven that psychologically you, you feel healthier when you have sure. natural daylight coming into your house. Do they do automated shades on those now? They or? do. Oh, yeah. we you can control cool. it from so your phone. I would have you can control it from with. your phone now. They're solar activated now. So mm-hmm. then if the storm comes, the power goes out, you can still close it. Ah. Perfect. So it's just like, as long as it's installed properly, I'm a huge fan of skylights. I love, I love skylights. skylights I love skylights, but I don't think it's so much installing it properly because they're not difficult to install. I think it's a lot of these builders and stuff don't insulate the tunnels. Well, it's like that's I saw the, that's you, I saw you, you, you put the blue skin around yeah, yeah, the entire, yeah, you have to. The entire, you know, inside of the tunnel. I don't see that. You make the hole, you make the tunnel, you got to continue the, the building envelope to the window. That's all it is, right? So that's what you got to be careful about. You can't just leave that as a void. Right. You put a little fan in yours too. Yeah, that's yeah, the idea. Smart. Well, the idea is that it depends on the size of the tunnel and how high it goes and whatever. The temperature at your eight foot or nine foot ceiling is different than the temperature at that point right. over the window, the skylight is, right? So if you've got a difference of temperature, we all know what happens. It's condensation. So you don't mm-hmm. want that forming on the drywall up there or anywhere near the skylight. That's when homeowners start getting nervous because it's a hole and they think, okay, there's water coming inside the house. No, water, this is basic science, man. Water is forming inside mm-hmm. the house. That's what it is. So you, there's there's an issue with the building envelope at that point. I don't know. Maybe I would like to say like to the people out there maybe listening that are thinking about getting into roofing, mm. don't be intimidated to about coming to Skylux if you have absolutely no experience. Like if you go and get your safety courses done or if you speak with Mark and you know he helps you get them done, come man, you'll learn, um, you'll have fun and you know just come check it out. Give it a try. It's fun being outside all day. I think people love working here. So yeah. uh, good, good, I, I think good, you've good, created good a great environment. That's good the thing about it. I think it starts from the beginning, like from you and what you share to the guys, right? Yeah. So I, I think they, they, they're an extension of your attitude, which is really great. That's what I feel the same thing about my guys, Yeah. right? So it's like when I meet somebody new at trade and they want to work with me and we want to get along, great. But if they don't want to do the same kind of level of work, then surprise, surprise, we don't get along and that Tinder date's over, right? Yeah, so exactly. it's like, I don't give a shit about that. But everybody else that I've worked with several times, like you guys, you're my first call. So I have no problem. And then I don't have to worry about anything. I didn't even have to worry about anything the first time. Like you guys came in and, and I was just like, wow, clean, nice, professional. funny, professional, enjoy their job, not afraid of it, take care of everybody, courteous, nice. But to isn't, the that, isn't that worth the extra bit of money? That's you pay? a thousand times worth that extra bit. And that's what we try to tell people. You know, you're dealing with Supreme, you're dealing with Skylux, you're dealing with Hardcore. You're, you know, you're paying an elevated price, but com- but what you're getting in that price is invaluable, right? Like look at the, the amount of service, the, the quality. But every time you will still get compared, if you're a freaking banana, you're going to get compared yeah, that's to an gonna, apple, but that's, right? That, that's, that's where you become a salesperson. I know. And you got to, you got, and I'm sure Mark, you do this. You guys do this all the time. It's like you try to educate the homeowner. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The best right right now. Now. And then if you don't get the job, I mean, it probably was better that way. Yeah, you're, probably gonna, you're probably going to lose money because of all the issues you have to well, go Well, that's back the lesson and, that all the new guys have to learn is that you got to start learning to say no. You yes. just gotta say, oh, you know yeah, what? I'm sorry. I'm not gonna drop my price to that price because I don't know how that person's getting that price. You can sell a million dollars and not make anything. I know. What does I that tell mean? People that all the time. You're, you're just tying up your resources. You could have sold a hundred thousand and made thirty points, and you would have been better off. So, so you gotta learn that, that game, 
right? Yeah. So, but as you know, as a young person, you know, whether it's sales or whether it's contracting, sales is sales, right? You're always going to try and be aggressive and try and get that sale. That's that's going to be that's that's coming with the territory. As you get older, you get wiser, you start to understand. And if you can pick up those hints by dealing with guys that have done it for a long time and saying, "Listen, you don't have to chase everything. Chase what you know is focus focus that energy focus, on yeah. something that's going to give you a good return yeah. on your time right you want to make sure that the homeowner or the the customer walks away feeling very comfortable and happy with the overall experience it's all about customer experience so uh skylex website is skylexroofing.com skylexroofing.com or you can instagram. reach you and instagram is skylux skylex roofing skylex roofing and email mark at skylexroofing.com Okay, cool. So if anybody's interested in hiring you guys or anybody's interested in working for you guys, contact and approach them. Talk I'm to on, them. I'm always available. Call yeah. me, text me anytime. I was texting a client last night at 10 p.m. That's yeah, how it goes. I, don't, I, don't I do, do that, that too. That's a, that's a I problem. Do I, do, I can't do that, man. I, I'm always working. I can't do that, man. I can't do it. I want to try to have a private a life. sickness. I want to have a private life, man. I want to have a private life. That's Suprema, Suprema, Suprema is at www.com. Dot C-A. 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 Yes. C-A. And then if, if there's any questions about the lunch and learns or the yeah, training so classes. The best thing to do would be to reach out to our marketing department at infomarketing at suprema.ca. Or you can uh, email me, bserino, S-E-R-I-N-O, at suprema.ca. Or follow me on Instagram, ben.serino. Perfect. Everybody's got an Instagram page, right? Yeah. I'm getting the fuck off. All right. That's all I'm going to say, right? So thank you, Mark, so much. This has been good. The room looks amazing. Congrats, man. It's, Honestly, it's awesome. this looks amazing. This looks, I, I love this room, man. This is I'm like, happy and proud what we built in a couple of years. Yeah. And you I should feel be. like it's just... And what's be. it going to be like two years from now now? Like, I mean, like, it's going to be insane we're, two years from now. We're <laughs> moving. <Bigger laughs> shop. <laughs> I know. We have uh, our... Mark puts on a uh, Christmas party for us. Well, we've done it the last two years. And it was like what the first year we had, there was five of us. And then this year, um, he took us to Cobra Cabana on Adelaide. Uh, oh, I saw that. Like, I there's saw like, that. The, I there's, there's like 15 of us out front for the photo. It's only going to get better, man. Come join the team. So where's where's this year's going to be? Well, <laughs> you guys still figure it we out. We don't know. Right? We don't know yet. We no, don't no, know. I, I've been to Cobra Cabana. It's a nice place. Oh, man. man it, was, it, was, it was excellent. It yeah. was good. It was good Vegas. Time. Cool. And got the yeah, meat sweats. we're going to Vegas. Got the Vegas. Meat sweats. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, it was good. Okay, perfect. So thank you, Jordan, Thanks, for joining Manny. us. Thanks, I know that I, I know that's like sometimes it's hard to talk about the industry just on a microphone and stuff like that, but I really appreciate it. So uh, you guys just keep on doing the shit you're doing, man, because you guys are doing it right. And who gives a shit about the guys who are doing it wrong? Mm-hmm. Let them keep on doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care about so. them. Nobody should be here. They they no. generate work. Yeah. That's all it is. True. And then respect the guys who are doing just as good work as you guys right and then going from there thank you gentlemen thank so you. Thanks, next time man. another thanks, podcast guys. another subject but it's always going to be about the construction life all right thanks guys